Thank you for your interest in listening to today's podcast. We hope and pray that today's topic will have some sort of influence to bring about transformation in your life. Now please enjoy this talk on Fernando Franco's podcast. So here's here's how I want to here's the word I want to give you guys. Okay, what what do we do? Okay, what, what I guess that's the big question. Okay, with no current cure or preventative vaccine, you know, governments are doing their best to flatten this reproductive rate. So as not to overwhelm the medical workers or or, or and delay as many infections as as possible until we have a better better treatment in place. The big question is what to do. Let me tell you what I feel what we ought to do right now. And if you belong to our church, City of You Worship, uh, this, this is coming from me, okay, as your pastor. Here's what we ought to do. Number one, be grateful for all those that continue to work to keep us safe. And my wife shared about that. But let's be grateful for, for those people. You know, there's many people out there that continue to work away from their families to keep you safe at home with your families. I mean, I mean, I think these people, all of us here today is an example of that. They're taking a risk by being here. They really are. Um, and so we need to thank God for like every church who is doing this, every worship team who is showing up at, at their churches and they are doing this so that way you can have church online be grateful for those who continue to work to keep us safe and so you know not, not just for us but how about those doctors out there you know there's doctors out there that are working to treat patients that have tested positive with the COVID-19 you know Margaret almost who goes to our church you know yesterday uh, you know, my wife and I got out to get some fresh air. We went to the beach and I went on live on Instagram just for a short while. And she went on and she was telling me that she was at work at the hospital in the intensive care unit for babies. And so you, we got to thank God for these doctors, these nurses who are actually treating people and that are actually putting their lives at risk. You know, how, how about those field workers? You know, I just live across the street from a field. You know, the other day it was raining so hard. We all know that, but it was raining hard. And I was in my car and I was driving down Doris Avenue. And, and I saw all these cars out there. And I said to myself, there's no way these field workers are going to be out there. And sure enough, about 50 of them out there were picking salary. And they were doing it fast, as fast as they can. I drove back the next day, that entire field all the salary was picked. There's people out there, they're picking our food. There's farmers out there, they're planting our food. They are working so we could continue to eat. And so yes, I appreciate the grocery workers. I appreciate everybody out there. We wanna say thank you to you guys. And how about those free lunch meals that were being served at you know the adult community care centers? We all know that you know the elderly are the higher risk for this 
uh, disease. But we have people out there that are going to these adult community care centers and they're feeding them. We've got to be grateful for those people. That's my point that I'm talking about, that we've got to be grateful for those who continue to work so we can be safe. How about those free lunch meals that were being given to our children, the low-income children? They were still being taken to school and they were being fed even though school was off. We've got to thank God for those people who showed up to feed them. How about the UPS, FedEx, mailmen, all them? They're still out there bringing us our mail. A lot of us are not out there shopping, but we're on Amazon, and these people are delivering this stuff to our front doors. Be thankful for them. And we have people in our church who work for FedEx, who work for um, uh, UPS, and they work in these areas. So all of you in our church, and all of you, if you don't go to our church and you fall in these categories, you're still working? Thank you. I want to say in the name of Jesus Christ, our church, City View Worship, we are grateful for people like you. What do we do? Number two, pray for God to help scientists in discovering a vaccine really quick. We really need to do that. The Bible is filled with scientific and medical facts written thousands of years before man discovered them. And so pray, pray that scientists come up quickly and I know there's clinical trials going on right now but we need these trials to come back as a result as successful I don't know about you you may know somebody who has this virus and so your prayers man I know they're full of faith and I want you to know as a church our prayers are behind you my prayers are behind you we're praying for people right now we're praying for people right now that it don't come near them. You know, a lot of things are getting canceled, canceled, right? Uh, NBA is canceled. Church services are canceled. Gatherings are canceled. Restaurants are, are canceled. Everything is being canceled. But you know what we need to talk about more? How about not? Why don't we talk about canceling this coronavirus? Let's cancel that disease in the name of Jesus Christ. And so right now I declare by faith along with everything else that has been canceled. I cancel COVID-19 in the name of Jesus Christ. And so if you have a family member who has this sickness, you tell them that your church just canceled it and that they're going to be healed by faith in the name of Jesus Christ. Don't get me pumped up. I feel like fighting the devil right now when it comes to stuff like this because I know what it feels like. You know, my dad died of cancer. My wife had cancer. Um, my, I, know, I know what it feels like when somebody gets afflicted with a life-threatening disease. It gets very personal, especially when it comes to your house. And so those of you, you know somebody, you're not alone. We're praying for you, okay? We got you covered in our prayers. And those of you who are sick, you have diabetes, you have uh, asthma, okay? You have these vulnerable sicknesses that make you a higher risk. Be careful, you guys. Don't think that you're immune. Don't think, don't think that, oh, God got your back. He does have your back. And he has your back by telling you, stay away from people right now, okay? We're looking out for you. We care for you. So please, okay? You guys, pray right now that a cure will come and that it will come even by through the means of scientists, okay? Prayer works, but so does medicine. Number three. What do we do? Respect the space of others. What do I mean by that? Okay, here's what I mean. Some people are really afraid, okay? And not that they're just afraid. They're higher risk. 
Okay, if you're in a shopping, you know, the other day I was at Walgreens uh, to return back a Redbox video, and I saw these elderly people in there and they were wearing masks. You know, and so we got to respect their space. Don't look at them funny. Let's not look at them like you don't have faith and, you know, we can't do that. You know, we got to respect the space of others, okay? Some people, they're really afraid, they're really vulnerable, and they're higher risk. And let's respect that, okay? Um, if you see somebody walking around with a mask, don't make them feel weird. Don't make them feel like they're an alien. And, and with wisdom, as much as wisdom as possible, respect their space, that six feet gap. Let's respect that, please, you guys. I don't mean to sound very aggressive, but it, I, I, it's, 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 it's personal to me. You know, so respect the space of others. What to do? I'll tell you what to do as a church. Number four, take advantage of our technology. Take advantage of it. You know, we've had a pandemic before. It was in the year 1918. And in the year 1918, when we had our last pandemic, we didn't have the technology that we have today. You know, did you know that in, during the last pandemic that only one in three houses had a phone? That's as far advanced of technology that we had. One out of every three homes had a phone. Today, <laughs> probably no house has a phone. We all have cellular phones. We have internet. We have computers. So take advantage of the technology. So, I mean, um, what are we? What is the president calling it? Calling it um, social distance? Is that what he's calling it? Somebody help me behind this. Social distancing. Okay. Uh, so that's you know person to person, six feet apart from each other. But take advantage of the technology. I'm right up in your face and. <laughs> and you can't smell my breath. What a blessing. <laughs> what a blessing. I mean, I, you know, take advantage of this technology. Look at how close I am to you and you don't have to be worried about catching anything. You know, so take advantage of it. Yes, we can still stay connected. We will be connected. That's why I'm excited about all these Zoom groups, about the Kidsland, Funland, Instagram, about all this stuff. Take advantage of our technology, okay? What do we do? Number five, and this is how I'm going to close and say goodbye to all of you guys, okay? As your pastor, I'm going to tell you, do not worry. <sighs> do not worry. Just take a deep breath right now. Breathe it in. Some people look at that and say, you're practicing meditation. No. God breathed his life into you. Every, every so often, I like to take it in. I like to reset every so often. So I, I repeat. I take it in when I say thank you God for that breath of life it works man do not worry don't let panic keep you from praying don't let worry keep you from reading don't let the fear of a virus keep you from loving your neighbor you know what the president is calling this? He's, called, he's calling this sickness the invisible enemy. I want to remind you of something. 
Satan is also our invisible enemy. And one of his greatest attacks on us that we can't see is worry. Worry is the true silent killer. It is the invisible killer. It is the invisible enemy. So if you are really paying close attention to this sermon right now, I want to tell you right now, and I can guarantee you this. Number one, first of all, worry is unfaithful. You know what it is? Worry is merely a thief. It robs you. It steals you. I'm glad I went to the beach yesterday. You know, it felt good not to worry for a few minutes. Pastor Fernie worries? Yes, I worry. My name is Pastor Fernie, not Pastor Jesus. I worry. <laughs> I, I do. But I try my best not to worry. And I'm trying to encourage you not to worry because it's a thief. It steals from you. It steals the quality of life that God wants for us. Worry places our focus more on our problems than it does on God. Worry is rooted from a German term meaning to strangle. So you know what that is basically saying? Worry chokes the quality of life out of you. So I want to tell you right now, and I guarantee you this, worry is unfaithful. And I'll tell you this also. Secondly, worry is unnecessary. Unnecessary. I'm going to tell you a story. It's a story of a widow who had successfully raised, raised a very large family. She was interviewed one day by a news reporter. And she had raised six of her own children. And she adopted 12 other children. That's a lot of kids. And she always maintained two things, stability and confidence. And the reporter asked her, ma'am, what is your secret? And the woman said that I'm in a partnership. She said to the reporter, many years ago, I said, Lord, I'll do the works and you'll do the worrying. And I haven't had an anxious worry since. Man, worry is unnecessary. Why don't we go around from here on saying, God, huh, I'm going to do the works of today that I need to do. But can you just do the worrying for me? And I'll tell you this, if you're taking notes, number three, worry is unwise. It's not smart to worry. It, it, worry is the interest we pay on for tomorrow's troubles. Did you hear what I said? I hope you did. Is this microphone on? Worry is the interest. Listen to this. Worry is the interest we pay on tomorrow's worries. Wow. Or tomorrow's troubles. Gosh. Don't put interest on your troubles for tomorrow. Stop worrying. Here's the grand solution to worry. And these are not my words, but they're the Apostle Paul's words. In Philippians chapter 4, verse 4 through 7, he says, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. He says, let your gentle spirit be known to all men. The Lord is near. And then he says, be anxious for nothing. But in everything, 
by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God which surpasses all comprehension will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus it will guard your hearts and guard your minds listen the way that you get rid of worry is through prayer you got to cast your worry upon him for he cares for you. So I'm telling you guys, the point I'm bringing across is do not worry. I'm saying the third thing about do not worry is worry is unwise. Remember what the scripture said in Proverbs 23 verse 7. He said, the scripture said, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. That's what it says in Proverbs 23 verse 7. As a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So when you wake up in the morning, what thoughts go through your mind? How do you think during the first few minutes of the day? Because how you think for the first few minutes of the day is what's going to determine and set the pace for the rest of the day. I hope you're listening, man. I really do. I hope Pastor Fernie listens to this after I finish preaching this. Uh, This is for all of us here this morning. So, I'm I'm telling you this. And then we're going to sing this beautiful song that says, Be anxious for nothing. If you don't point your thoughts in the right direction at the beginning of each day, your worries will not have room to squeeze in it. So it comes down to this. The cure for worry. We don't have a cure for the coronavirus. But we do have a cure for worry. Is to pray like you ought to pray. Think like you ought to think. And act like you ought to act. And when you do those three things... Your worries will disappear and the peace of God will appear. And that peace will surpass all what is battling up here in your mind. City View Worship and anybody else who just decided to watch this today, I leave you with this. Once these storms pass, We'll go back to being all well and normal. I'm so glad that you logged on today. And if you're watching here and you want Jesus in your heart, I'm going to offer you this gift of salvation that comes from God, not from me. I want you to close your eyes and bow your head. And if you want to receive Jesus Christ in your heart, right now is the time to do it. So please, bow your head, close your eyes, and say this prayer after me. Say, Dear Jesus, I repent of my sins. And I ask you to come into my life. I say with these lips, you are the Son of God. You died for me, a sinner. And you rose from your grave. I thank you for saving me. I know for a fact. After this prayer. If I were to die today. 
you would receive me in heaven. Thank you for forgiving me. Thank you for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. Guys, clap for those people who got saved. I'm so happy for you, family members, if your son got saved or your husband did or your child. I'm so happy. I would love to hear some reports. Send us some reports on Facebook right now or at our cityviewoxstar.gmail email account. Just, I want to find out who got saved. City View Worship, we're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. I quote Jesus, and this too shall pass. Be anxious for nothing, for nothing. We're going to worship the Lord. You want to stay on, stay on. But at the same time, if you want to fellowship, fellowship. Facebook Live is open. Let's start talking to each other, okay? Love you guys. See you next Sunday. God bless you.
thank you for listening to today's podcast. Now it's your time to add the value of this podcast to your daily life. Once again, thank you for your time in listening to Fernando Franco's podcast today. Please help us spread this message by compelling someone today about this podcast. Thank you, and may God bless you.